I'm back after long. <laughs> Hello, people. It's me, Oliver, and welcome back to another episode of At Zero. In today's episode, we'll be talking about parents' expectations and my thoughts on stereotypical Asian parents' expectations because I'm Asian. Duh. So, as usual, before that, we'll be reading the replies from the Telonym page first. So, let's go. Okay, so, the first Telonym is a language I don't understand. <laughs> so. Uh, if y'all can understand, then I don't know, but I don't understand what it's talking about. Uh, I'll probably just like, drop into Google Translate later, and then I'll put the reply. You can check it out on Telonym later or on Twitter, because I'll post it later. And the second question is, do you think children should get everything they want? No! no! <laughs> I don't think children should get anything they want. I mean, it's okay to have selfish desires, but... My sister is saying that you'll turn them into a spoiled brat, which isn't wrong because they'll end up spoiled, but like, not really everything. So to me, to me is if you give your child everything that they want, right, they'll keep asking you for more, and then when they ask for more, the price of the things are just going to increase higher and higher. Like, now these kids will be asking for like, oh, I want a new phone, or I want a new iPad, or like maybe I want a PS5, I want this new game, all this kind of thing, you know. Yeah, so no, to me it's no. I don't think children should get everything that they want. They have to earn it if they want it. If you ask me, I'd rather you do that. So it's not like I spend the money for you just because you say you want. It's rather you hard earn and I buy it for you that kind of thing. But, it's, but you have to, the kid has to understand the family's financial situation before demanding things like, oh, I want phone, I want this, I want that. You have to know your family situation. Ah. So I suggest you just don't demand anything yourself. Like, it's nicer to think of like, you don't uh, request anything from your parents, but your present, your present, your parents end up giving it to you anyways because they know how much you want it. That means not good to spoil a child, but it's nice to reward them every now and then because you can't expect your child to be like uh, totally not wanting anything throughout their entire life. Like, they may feel that way, but if you actually give them something they really like, they also appreciate it. Uh, so that's my answer for that. And the next question is: Are you friends with your crush? I have no crush, so no. But uh, yeah, that's about it. But no, the answer to this. The next question, what is your zodiac sign? I am a cancer because I'm in, I was born in July, so I'm a cancer sign. And next question, hey, who is the most important person in your life? Uh, it's not actually only one person. I would categorize, I feel like everybody would say this, but the most important people in each person's life, most likely, to me, uh, is your own family. Because of uh, the, right? So yeah, that's my answer. I don't have a, like, a like, specific person that I feel that is important. Because there's no there's no such reason for me to like just pinpoint one. It's just generally, you know. Next question. What foreign language would you like to learn? Uh actually like like I'm a weep, so Jap. Jap and Korean is definitely the two languages that I really want to learn. And like there's like other languages like I wanna get better at my Chinese because I suck at Chinese. And then there's also like Thai. I would like to learn Thai. So yeah. I guess those. But if, of course it's best if like you know like a crap ass lot of languages. So yeah, my my top like foreign languages that I would like to like if I had to can learn or would like to learn is Jap and Korean, and if I had the chance to learn more maybe like Thai and then into my Chinese. Next question: In your opinion, is it okay not to work out? Yes, because I don't work out. <laughs> okay, the thing about workout right is if you are working out just just to show off, I don't see the point. Ah. but if you are working out just to keep your body healthy, healthy healthy then that's that's good and all you know so yeah my opinion is okay not to work out because there's not really a 
like a specific reason for you to work out unless you like say you want to lose weight because you feel insecure by yourself then okay go ahead but don't lose until you're like you're, you're like 40 kg and below like that's just unhealthy so don't do that like if you're a type of person that lose weight fast so i don't think you need to exercise right if you really lose weight fast so there's no point in doing that but to me it's okay to not have a workout maybe every now and then just go on a few strolls and walks and you know, whatever to like just like sweat out sweat it out a bit you know and if you're a student go for like pe and snw just for like these few lessons yeah you don't have to go for no, no, don't skip your lessons but you don't have to play like every single snw or pe lesson you just those games that you prefer then you just ask the teacher or lecturer like can I play this game instead because it's more fun or something like that, you know? Because I'd rather you play SNW and PE with a game that you care about then you just go to lesson and you're like, wala, fuck lah, another stupid PE lesson, that kind of thing, you know? So yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, not working out because I don't work out myself, but yeah. Next question, when was the last time you got to know someone? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, if you literally mean the last time I got to know someone, it's probably like, like legit get to know someone like first time is probably when I first entered higher NITEC I think I think that's when yeah like April-ish last year yeah after that it's not really like I don't bother getting to know anybody else because there's no point I won't see that after that anyway so yeah next question thoughts on people who laugh at literally everything um there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion they can laugh wherever they want but okay if you are talking about literally everything, like legit everything, that means they even laugh during serious moments or sad moments. I see something wrong with them, but like, <laughs> that is their own like preference, their own business. Ah. So at the end of the day, it's up to them, you know, because if they laugh when it's sad, serious or whatever, then the one that's getting in trouble is not you, it's them. So yeah, there's that. Next question. How good are you at saving money? I say better than my classmates. <laughs> I'm not the best at saving money. I'm not that frugal. Because I do spend my money on a lot of merch, but I would like to say before COVID that usually when you ask people my age or like someone uh near uh oh, okay, like in the twenties or like in the teenage age, right? They'll be like, oh, spending on clothes, uh, shoes, uh, accessories, makeup, uh, uh phone, uh, electronics, uh, not really phone, uh, electronics and stuff, yada yada. Like those cost a bomb when you regularly purchase it, right? But then it's like. When you grow older, you don't really care about these things as much. Like, for some people that I know lah. For me, I don't really spend money on shit like that. The Literally, the most expensive thing I have done for myself is a tattoo. <laughs> There's nothing else that is expensive. Like, apart from my merch shit lah. But that kind of thing is, I don't regularly purchase merch on a, on a, like, a like, frequent basis. It's just like, for example, without COVID, it's like doing AFA or doing conventions, whatever. Then I'll spend a large sum of money. Not Generally, the whole entire year, I won't spend a, like a single cent on clothes or whatever. Like, the only thing you'll spend for the rest of the year is just food because you need food to live, right? So yeah, there's that. But I'm not that good at saving money. So yeah. That was the last question for today. So yeah, there's that. And for today's episode, once I'm... I opened this article. Give me a moment. Okay, so I found this article that basically talk about generally, I call it, uh, compiled. Yeah, compiled what what basically what I thought our uh, Asian parents do wrongly and stuff like that. So this is an article by WillYouLaugh.com. So yeah, there's there's the uh article, and it's titled Nine Mistakes with How Asian Parents Raise Children. So I'll basically read the whole article. Like, you can check out the article later as well. I'll leave it in the link in the description. But I'm just going to read the article. 
So I used this is the tag by the way. It was posted on the 2018, so it's been quite a while already. So yeah, I'm just really because I feel like it relates to what I feel as well. So yeah, let's go with reading the article. I used to think my Chinese American parents were perfect growing up. They had they had come to the United States as immigrants with only a couple hundred dollars and worked their way to a middle class income. Plus, Asian students as a whole had great reputation for doing well in school and getting into prestigious universities. In my eyes, they were successful. So how could they be wrong with any of their advice? Okay, this is according to the article. Ah. Next is, after contrasting how Asian immigrants parented with the hundreds of world's most successful people, I realized that they are doing fundamental things wrong. So this is a disclaimer by the website and it's thank you as well. So there, these are like generalizations. Uh, which is not like just saying Asian parents are like that. It's just a, you know, a generalization. So there are exceptions to this rule and stereotypes exist because most people profit from like fulfilling them. Like, you know, like a profile, sorry, profile into fulfilling them. So I've had, uh, according to the article, the, the writer has had a first row seat in observing this firsthand with many of their Asian peers. Okay, so I'll just be reading the, the title of the section and then I'll just talk about it yeah. so the first one being they pressure their child into profession that they are not passionate about aka legit like Asian parent ah, doctor, lawyer high paid engineer and stuff like that you know like those nazi ass rich ass you know yeah so it's like those kind of typical cliche with Asian parents telling you it's like, oh, you won't succeed if you become like, you go work as an art student or, or you go uh, be in media this kind of thing yeah, or you be cleaner or you be a bus driver MRT operators, nothing. They'll say like, you don't earn money for it. You need to be a doctor, you need to be a lawyer, you need to be a good engineer to be able to earn uh, hard cold cash, good old cash. So yeah, it's like, it's a very stereotypical, stereotypical thing that you hear from Asian parents. But yeah, like, to me is why is it only doctor, lawyer, and engineer? And also, doctor, lawyer, and engineer, they are not easy topics to study for. Like, and not every single kid is like, able to study that well. I'm not saying bad or anything because I myself don't study that well. That's why I'm not in any of these categories. I don't want to be either because I'm not interested. But it's stupid to think that people, will, parents will like put in their child into these specific jobs just because it earns more or pays more, right? And like if your kid does not even enjoy studying for this thing or working towards this particular job that you want to do, is that really a point? Because if they study for like, let's say, five years or something, just for this entire thing, right? Because uni is like almost four, three, three, four years, right? Thing. And then like, it's like night tech or like poly or whatever. So I mean, most likely it's probably poly lah for this kind of thing. So it's like poly and uni. This will take like more than five, six years really just to study this entire section. Imagine your child, you sending your child to study this topic, right? And for five to six years, they study something they don't enjoy just because they want to make you proud. And then when they come out, they work in the job. They're not going to put in their 100% effort throughout the entire job. They, they might do it properly at the beginning, but the more they get into the job, if they don't find a passion into doing it, they'll just slowly go downhill. They'll disagree into doing things. They'll not let, talk to you lesser because they dislike the thought of you anymore. And stuff like that, you know. So I don't feel there's a reason for you to pressure your child into a profession that they're not passionate about because your child has their own life that they want to lead and they want to like study whatever the fuck they want. Because as a parent, you shouldn't just send them to, send them to a profession that you feel is better for them. Or it's like those kind of Asian parents where they'll be like, I last time studied as doctor, lawyer, all this. But then I cannot reach there because my grades not good enough. Or my parents no money, got financial problem. So you must study in my place. That kind of thing. Like, fuck you, Ativai. 
there's no reason for your child to be doing that for you. Like, if you are really, really, really want to like, want to get your child into that job, right? I suggest you work it for work work to it yourself first, cause it's not like Paul bro. Polly accepts like grown ass people to be their students. There's no age limit to study. You can study any point of your life. Yeah, sure, it might take fucking long. Then by the time you actually get a cert and whatever, you'll be like a fucking old hack. But still, at least you managed to do something for a while, right? It's not like you force your kid to be like. Here is the job that I'm gonna give you and you're gonna do it for the rest of your life just cause it pays more. Like what the fuck man? No 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 no. So my general thought about this is no, like why would you do it? Yeah. Next is they expect too much of their children. Okay, this depends. So um, if I want to like talk about this, I think it feels more like academic wise, like school wise. Like most most parents they, they want their child to get straight A's and like an A plus, not A minus, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you just shows and draws, like, over-exaggerate this thing a bit. They'll be like, you want our child to get A plus? If you don't get A plus, you're not going to get anything in the future, that kind of thing. That's just bullshit. Like, you need to understand your kid, whether they can study well or not, or if they are similar to the previous one, whether they are passionate into anything that is not related to studying. Yeah, of course, studying is, like, the first standpoint if you're in primary and secondary school. You need to get at least a decent grade to be able to graduate and stuff like that and find a so-called future, right? It's not guaranteed just because your kid has all F's, right? That means they're going to fail at life. I mean, if they're really not passionate I think that of course they're going to fail at life. Lah. But if you're talking about like, they, they have straight F's or something, but like they have that one grade or they have that one passion or hobby that they really like and they know that they want to do this in the future, all they have to do is simply check out the requirements for having to proceed to this job in the future and like what's to study for it and things like that. Because there's no zero point where a child cannot study because even if let's say you have a mental situation or you have like some kind of problem relating to the child himself then it's not it's not like they totally can't study true they'll take a slower like a longer time to study right but at the end of the day they still can come out as good enough people to be able to do the job there doesn't mean you have disabilities in any sort of way that means you can't study right so it's dumb to think that parents will expect so much out of the child when they themselves don't know their child. Like, there's the, those kind of commercials or documentaries like they used to show when people still watch TV with things saying that the maids themselves know more than the parents because the parents are always working, right? And then you'll dump your child with your maid. So, like, every time... There's that one interview. I forgot where it's from. There's that one interview where... It's an interview with the mom in one room and then the maid in one room. So, the, the, the interviewer will ask the kid, what is your favourite toy? And then they don't show, they don't tell you the answer first, but they ask the exact question to the mother and the maid. And of course, the maid answers correctly. Why? Because the maid spends more time than the kid with the kid compared to the parent. Because the parents always working, right? And if you're a parent that's always working, of course, there's nothing wrong because you're trying to earn a like earn money for your family, right? That's fine. We need to take some time off to go and talk to your kid, understand your kid, go out with your kid. So that makes more sense. Then you expect so much of your kid, but you don't even know them that well. What's the point, right? Even if your mate knows better, like for your kid than you, right? You're a failure as a parent. Yeah, to be honest, in my opinion. Not that I'm a parent, but you know, just saying. So yeah, next question. They underpraise and under reward. So what exactly does this mean? I feel like literally just talking about like the the actual word right? under praise under reward so you don't particularly praise the kid when they do well or do well enough right and then they like don't reward the child when when you feel when they feel like it's it's proper to reward so like under praise maybe things like for example um when the kid gets a's but they're not a minus or uh, they're not a minus they're not a plus or whatever they're not a great a great a or like when the kid just gets a b and then just a great above 
a below A, right? And then you're, you're not going to praise your kid just because your kid not going to get A. Like, come on, guys. Like, you need to still praise your kid. So maybe it can be, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, this kind of stupid motivation to your kid. So it's like, even though you got a B this, this time, maybe in the in the future, or if you work harder, then you can get A. Or you, like, do those kind of twisted, twisted saying things to you. will be like, you so-called bribe your kid. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is a good idea, but it's like, you so-called bribe your kid. So, like, you say, if you do this and get this grade, right, I will give you this in return. So, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, uh, a toy or, like, a electronic or whatever. It can just be, like, a simple promise or, like, a trip outside of the house. Like, you can go... Like, Singapore has stuff to do, right? I mean, if you live, live in Singapore your whole life, one way or another, you will have to find something to do anyways. So... I mean, sure, Singapore is expensive, but it's a nice thing to say if you reward and you praise your kids for work they have done because it's not like you didn't go through it yourself. Like, you yourself used to be a kid, right? So you need to understand or you should be able to understand what your kid is feeling because you yourself also fucking went to school. You studied, you worked your ass off to freaking fulfill your parents' expectations. Like, bro, you used to be a kid. So you gotta imagine your kid as yourself because they're exactly the same because they came from you so it makes more fucking sense that if you reward your kid you know and then or you score your kid when you know that they are doing something wrong like true kids fucking hate like fucking hate this includes this includes myself uh, no matter what fucking age i am it includes saying that if you score your kid you net your kid they'll get fucking irritated but it's normal as hell when they grow up then they'll understand why the fuck you neck why the fuck you score that kind of thing it's not like you telling a kid and then you score them. It's not like they're 100% absorbed. They'll just... To them, is to me, I, what I feel is that they'll just be like, oh, my mom's nagging again. Oh, my dad's nagging again. I'll just listen and then I'll forget about it later. That kind of thing. Like, one ear in, then one ear out. Because I feel like that's what most kids do nowadays. Like, they actually don't care what their parents say anymore. Because of how much pressure they are, they are given by their parents. Because of not praising their kids or, like, rewarding their kids a specific way to help them, like, contribute more to society. I don't know, I guess. So yeah, and then the next one it relates to this as well. So they over criticize and over punish. Like obviously when you, if uh, if I'm talking about last time uh parents uh scolding and punishing kids, right? Now this kind of kids is like when they punish you, right? That means I take away your iPad, I take away your phone, like off your Wi-Fi, that kind of thing. It's always electronic related, they will take away something and then you cannot use anymore. That's your punishment for not being able to do well this kind of shit. But last time it's like uh, you, you stand outside the house, you go like, you gonna pack la, you gonna whack la, by hanger, or like, turn tail, this kind of thing, canes, and stuff like that. And then like, you gonna eat very spicy cheese, kind of thing. Or like, you stand outside with your hands raised up last time. You know, it's kind of punishments, like physical punishment. Now it's just like, oh, I'm taking away all your electronics. Like, your kid's just gonna get more angry at you. <laughs> like, to me, yeah. So, over-criticizing maybe things like, saying like you compare your kid with some other person and then you say how come you cannot do as well as your brother your sister your cousin your don't know who what in your family la. then you over punish say, say a lot of useless things to your kids that, that may make them more negatively thinking or like you know there, there's a lot of things relating to this but like it's mostly I feel like it's just parents not being able to understand their kid as well. Like, of course, I cannot say much about this because I'm not a fucking parent and I'm just talking based on common sense. Like, obviously, as a kid yourself, you will not want somebody to be nagging at you 24-7 or you don't want to be hit, you don't want to have your Wi-Fi, your iPhone, your Wi-Fi taken away, switched off, you don't have electronics, you're fucking lying on a bed doing nothing. Even though your parents or your grandparents used to always 
just lie in the freaking dark with no electronics. Like, seriously, guys. Like, now it's when you ask people, if I take away your phone, if I take away your whatever, what can you do, right? Like, but for me, it's, let's say if someone took away my Wi-Fi, somebody took away my phone, whatever, I still have something to do. What exactly will I be doing during this period? Yeah, I don't know, because I study in film, so maybe just write stories. You can sleep also, you know? It's like, there's a lot of things for you to do. I don't know, you can count your hair. <laughs> There's a lot of things to do. It's not like when you take away your Wi-Fi or whatever, then it'll be disappear. And there's still things like older style games like Five Stones, Hopscotch, this kind of thing. You still can do it yourself. Then there's playgrounds, you know. And there's the fucking television, you know. I mean, television is thank you to electronic, lah, but it's not something that like, you can like switch off straight away. Because maybe if you're with your green parents, your green parents, your grandparents, then they watch TV or something. So yeah, it's, it's not like there's really nothing for you to do. There's probably something for you to do. Or just do house chores, lah, like what the heck, confirm house chores, lah. So yeah, and then the next thing is they don't empathize the value of rest and recovery, or give their children time for that. Um, this I don't really, I can't really put my hand on this. Like when you say rest and recovery, maybe give giving giving space to your kid when they when they're tired or something like that. Oh, let let me just read the description. Oh yeah, okay. So based based on the description, right? They basically don't get, I mean, this, this might be just be Singapore as well, because Singapore is a really busy country, so there's always stuff happening again and again and again and again, right? It's like never stop, then continue. It's always like a very fast-paced country. So maybe that's why also, like, they don't, there's even, there isn't really like, a time for you to rest. Like, after exam finish already, then your school will be like, oh, nah, holiday homework. Or your school will be like, oh, one day, one day holiday already, then after that, uh, prepare for a new semester, that kind of thing. It's like, no stop point for your child to rest before starting again to study that kind of thing or maybe even though your school churns out so many things right your parents can be like just give your kid a break by taking away that homework for a while or you can do it in a sense that you make after the school end right you tell your kid you suffer after the first few days of holiday right like the first few holidays like let's say you have a one week holiday then on the first day of the holiday and the second day of the holiday finish all your holiday homework or if you can finish the first day, that's best lah. But let's say two days, finish all your day, all your holiday homework, right? And then you have like five days to do whatever fuck you want. Like, isn't that easier? Then let's say you have seven days and you only finish. You have to chunk all your homework on the last day. When you relax for so long. Like, at least you finish first, right? Then you can, oh, fuck care lah. The homework finish again. The rest of the time, you can just be like, Whoa, let's party. <laughs> isn't that easier than, you know? Yeah. And I feel like as parents, it's easier to tell your kid, like, you finish your homework first and then and then you can rest the whole entire period. That's easier than saying, like, you don't give a... You keep asking your kid, hey, do your homework, do your homework, do your homework. So it's, like, totally no rest for your kid. Like, of course, you want your kid to rest. So, like, it doesn't mean that every parent that keeps saying that don't want their kid to rest. Somewhere in their heart, yeah, unless they're fucking evil, right? They obviously want their kid to rest. So, what? So, yeah, there's that. And the next is, they overvalue the academic education system and see it as the key to wealth. That is true. I feel like this is true. So, um, I don't know about other countries, but I feel like when Singaporean students or like whoever who comes to Singapore to study, like we have a basic acad- academic like education system where like we learn a basic number of things, whether poly, uh, ITE, uni, whatever, whatever. Like as much as we learn here, we go overseas, we technically learn a bit more than overseas. Why? Because Singapore only has one season. And other countries have like so many other seasons, right? So they have to take winter breaks, uh, summer breaks, this kind of thing. For Singapore, it's every fucking day study, bro. 
what winter break, what summer break, no such thing every day go school. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably why Asian parents like overvalue the edu- uh, academic education so much because we're always going to school to study, study, study. And we don't have like season breaks, season breaks, that kind of thing. So maybe that's why. And then there's like all those kind of articles and like news where they say typically Asian uh, students going overseas to find jobs easier than actual students themselves. Those are the things they learn in their own country. But it depends. It may not be true as well. Depends. So the next is they care more about what others think of them. This is extremely true in my opinion. But this only does not only like mean uh parents. They it means grandparents as well. Sometimes I feel like 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 those kind of stereotypical aunties under the block. Like hey, talk about the child. Hey, how your cousin how your this child doing uh, how your cousin doing uh, the school okay or uh, you the grades okay or not, that kind of thing. You know it's like there's no reason for you to compare with so many people. Like you just give more pressure to your kid. There's no point. Like there's, there's really no point in doing it. Because you're just giving more pressure towards your kid. And if your your kid knows that you're comparing with this person, then just be unhappy with themselves because they're not able to do as well and do for what? Like do have a requirement in which they can do better because you want them to do better, you know? That's that kind of thing. So there's I feel like there's a really like it pauses the kid from doing something that they want. So yeah, I don't I don't think you should be thinking about what others do. Like Okay, it's normal to do that and all, but you shouldn't talk about it in front of your kid or, or even talk about it. Heck, just keep it to yourself. Like, there's no reason to compare your kid just because of that. Yeah, every kid is different. Every upbringing of a kid is different. You don't expect them to, oh, everybody straight is, ah, I'm a kid genius, that kind of thing. Every kid has their own strengths. You can't expect them to be, like, super good at every fucking thing, right? So, yeah, there's that. And, like, there's other things on the article as well, lah, but two, uh, two more things, but I feel like a few more other things, not two. But I feel like it doesn't really go well in this situation. Because I think the the writer is like half American as well. So yeah, this may only be part of that. But yeah. So generally, I feel like Asian parents have like this mistake where they, they feel like like uh, kids should be able to follow whatever they, they like tell them to and whatever. So this, this not, I don't feel the reason to do that. A kid should be able to understand what they want and know what they want throughout their life. And as a parent, you shouldn't limit them just to things... Uh, that you feel are right for them. The kid has their have their own freedom in deciding things as well, uh. Of course, not be like, uh, too much freedom in the sense that the kid will go go take drugs lah, go smoke lah, do these kind of vulgar things, and then like I don't know, because to me there's nothing wrong with, with with hanging out with friends late at night as long as they tell you when they're coming back or like, they give you a timestamp. Or oh, that's another thing with time, by the way. Like you giving your kids curfew. Like, there's nothing wrong if, let's say, you give your kids curfew when they are young, but as they get older, why the fuck will you give them a curfew? Unless you know your kid, right, is those kind of go-out carving fucking late, like, kind of okay, fair enough, you give your child, like, uh, curfew still fair enough, lah. But, like, if they're, like, 20-something and they still have a curfew, I'm, like, I pity your child, eh. In this case, teenager, lah. But I pity them, eh. They're so, like, they're already in teenage years, really, and they still have a fucking curfew. That's just sad. So yeah, there's that. And as usual, before I end the episode, I'll be playing a song that is I feel like is related to this episode. So this song, right, it's, it's called Older. It's, um, I'm obviously going to play the nightcore version, but the original artist is Sasha Sloan. I'm not too sure if I pronounced it correctly, but yeah. That's the name. And basically, right, I feel like this, this song, it literally talks about this child who does not understand how the parents... Uh, what do you call it? Brought up the kid, like how to say it? like, 
um, they don't understand why their parents brought them out in this specific way until they grew older. So yeah, hence the song name is older. I'll just play the song and you guys can listen. I was just a kid back then The older I get The more that I see My parents are heroes They're just like me The love in his heart They don't always work You just try your best Not to get hurt I used to be mad But now I know Sometimes it's better To let someone go It's just how they hit me Yeah The older I get I used to Right, this song So you can choose on the whole song as well. The whole song is pretty good. So yeah, that's the recommendation of the song for today. So as usual, before the end of the episode, please go and send all your replies and comments or whatever, whatever to the Terronim page so I can go and check them out. And you can send them to Twitter as well. But most mostly, the replies are like from Terronim. So yeah, I'll be reading them as usual in the next episode when it comes out. So yeah, if you have any complaints about what I talk about, if you have any stories to share based on like how you feel your parents brought you up and stuff like that do let me know as well so i'll be here to give my argument again so yeah that's it see y'all in the next episode bye